Are you tired of feeling stuck in a cycle of scarcity, knowing deep down that you're destined for so much more? Do you yearn to elevate your wealth and manifest a life overflowing with abundance? Well, get ready to embark on a transformational journey because the free Money Mindset Workshop is back and better than ever. Mark your calendars for Friday, May the 31st at 6pm UK time, where we'll be diving into the secrets of unlocking all that prosperity. If you can't make it live, no worries. You'll still have access to the replay so you won't miss a single nugget of wisdom. So why should you join me for this life-changing free workshop? Firstly, we're going to shake off those limiting beliefs and mindset blocks that have been holding you back. It's time to break free and unleash the full potential of your money mindset. Then we'll be talking about manifesting wealth and success like never before. So say goodbye to just dreaming and hello to turning those dreams into tangible realities. And let's not forget about the cash flow because we're going to explore all the ways that money can flow into your life, enriching it beyond measure. Some of you might be wondering, does mindset really work? Absolutely. This workshop will serve as your guide and light, showing you how mindset shapes your reality and empowers you to actively pursue your goals. So whether you're a newbie to positive money mindset or a seasoned pro, this workshop is designed for you. If you're ready to see a significant transformation in your wealth and you're eager to embrace new techniques for inviting prosperity into your life, then you belong here. So what's on the agenda? We've got a 90-minute interactive session where we'll tackle those limiting beliefs head-on and uncover the abundance waiting to be embraced. Just imagine, instead of struggling, you could manifest money faster easier and with less effort. Are you ready to step into a life of abundance? Join me Friday, May the 31st for my free money mindset workshop. To sign up for your free place, visit cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk forward slash workshop. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Canny Crystals, the podcast. My name is Mart. I'm your host, and this week I've got yet another guest on the show. I can't even remember the last time I did a solo episode. Now we are flying. So I first came across her on Instagram a few months ago, and I've been following her ever since, and I'm absolutely obsessed. I'll let her introduce herself in just a sec, but please give a very warm welcome to everyone's spiritual big sis. We've got Z on the show. Z, it's such an honor to have you. How are you? Hi, Mark. It's Abba. I'm good, thank you. It's lovely to be here. How are you? Yeah, I'm very, very well, thank you. I'm all the better for seeing you. And I guess I'm just going to jump right in and start by maybe asking you to introduce yourself to the listeners. Just tell us a little bit about your spiritual journey and kind of how you are where you are today. Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Z. Um, I'm the um, main face behind Z to Zen. Um, my business and my gift is that I'm a psychic. So I'm probably everyone's kind of favorite person when they need and then when they don't want to hear they definitely don't like me um <laughs> I I've been naturally psychic my whole life but really kind of suppressed that for some time you know probably yourself Mark you know what that's like you yeah. just want to kind of just be normal as such um but I've been in this um kind of connective energy for a long time since I was like 1920 very much using it a lot but since I was young it's just been who I am I guess. Wow so I guess with being psychic kind of what I want to know is like how do you receive your messages because I describe myself as clairsentient and for years I've done an episode on this but for years I thought I was an empath but Mm. I just somehow just have a way of knowing, almost like a supercharged intuition. So are your messages kind of auditory or visual or how does it work? That's a great question because everyone always asks this. It's a mix. It's a mix. So um, growing up, I was always very clairsentient, but clairaudient is more of like what I I have on a day-to-day basis, but I also get a lot of visuals. So the way that I sometimes read, and I didn't recognize it when I first started, but I will see like someone famous or someone that I know in my vision and it will be like, I even need to touch on the name or I need to touch on what their job role is or something like that. So it is very much, it comes with time you understand to trust your guides. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense, like especially when you start, it, ha- it makes no sense, and you just kind of find your flow. Um, but mine's a little bit of a mix um, from clairvoyance, which is obviously mediumship. That's something I'm, I used to be really scared of and suppress. Um, but mainly, my main thing is like it's like almost like word vomit. That's how I can explain it. Yeah, I totally get that. Why? Why did you kind of suppress your clairvoyance? Why were you scared of it? Was it just kind of like scary, like talking to? like deceased people or it was more to do with the fact that I didn't know if I should trust it mm. so with obviously mediumship it's spirits and yeah. um it's it can be quite overwhelming because of your taking on that past energy um but also for for a client it, it, for who you're sitting for it can be very overwhelming so you you don't want to overthink it and I think I used to overthink everything um but now it just flows so a reading can be mixed with any Claire, obviously we, we, we've got a range of them, but most of everything that I'm doing is just from a place of I cannot explain. It's just a mix. Yeah. I was going to say, I guess that being psychic must be pretty draining on your energy. And when you were saying there about it being overwhelming. So how do you kind of protect yourself from that negativity and that energy being drained? Crystals always work. Crystals. I love it. (laughs) 
do you know what I um it's it's a work in progress still it's still a work in progress but um I always I always have a white candle lit through the process of reading um I always I protect myself from like speaking to my guides before I start a reading yeah. and I always used to just kind of like think, oh yeah, it's fine. I'll just go on to the next client or I'll go grab a drink and you forget to close the reading. So you, with time, you, you learn what works, what doesn't. So you can Google it in many different ways of what, how to open, how to close with your protective kind of shield. But for me, I just found the most authentic way was lighting the white candle, looking into the candle, holding a crystal. And especially if I have a client that can be quite, um, up and down through the reading, I will literally reach, I always have crystals in front of me, so I'll always reach for something that I feel like, okay, if I focus on that energy, it's going into my body. Yeah. It sounds a bit crazy, but it works. No, I totally get it. I mean, I'm sat here with hundreds of them on my desk right now in front of me, so beautiful. (laughs) So can we talk about these predictions that you made? Was it at the start of this year, I think? Uh, Talk us through them and how they came about for you, because I saw your post last week and the majority of them have actually happened. And I was like, whoa, this girl is on fire. So can you talk us through them? Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, So I actually sent them out in May because um, I wanted to be different to the predictions that we see in like the Daily Mail, Glamour, um, wherever you see it um, at the beginning of the year. So I sent them out on May the 3rd. It took, it was like a couple of weeks back and forth. I wanted to do it in January. I wanted to then do it in March and then it just felt right in May. Um, But I used to just write them on the story like as the highlights and then 24 hours, they're gone. So it was like a little bit of protection. And then I just thought, I'm going to do an email. and ended up being like 20 predictions some were a bit loud, some were a bit, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's like um, overall, well, I think there's about 16 that have come through, but with evidence, yeah. we're at about 12, 13. So um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what you want me to talk about with that. Um, but yeah. I was going to say just, I think some of the predictions I read and I was like, she predicted that. And I was like, that's a really like far out prediction, but yeah. it's actually happened. Yeah. There was there was a few of them that I read through. Um, can we talk as well? Because although you're a renowned psychic, you're quite infamous for your playing card tarot reads, aren't you? So do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Because there you are, you've got them right in front of you. <laughs> um, so playing cards, that's cartomacy. Um, so obviously most people you hear are will, will connect with like some sort of divination, whether this is tarot, um, angel cards, oracle cards, whatever. My first um, pull towards actually going do you know what I'm gonna just go for it it was playing cards um and I honestly cannot tell you how I do it I I spread like in threes which my clients can obviously see that um but everything that I do is actually wrong so I bought this is going back years ago I remember like really getting panicky I bought a cartomacy book I bought um just to kind of look through and think, okay, what are they doing? Oh my God, everything I do is like the total opposite to what they teach. (laughs) (laughs) So I wish I could be like, this is how you do it. It's just, when I look at it, obviously they have their meanings and some of them I do know, but most of the time it's like what comes through with a different Claire. So sometimes I will look at something and I will feel a very overwhelming sense of an emotion or they give me a name or a place or a situation. So cartomacy is beautiful. It's actually around longer than um, tarot. I know everyone thinks that tarot is like the longest one, but if you like go into the research, um, cartomacy is like the original tarot. 
I've never even heard of it being called that either. So yeah. it's it's quite unusual. I thought you were just like the first person to like <laughs> no. take that and run with it. <laughs> no, I um I I definitely I I'm not very structured with it. I just I just pick a pile and then I go. So um no, it's it is called cartomacy. That's what the 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 divination of um playing cards is. But people have specific spreads um and a lot of that is kind of adapted into tarot, but I just, I sometimes I'll pick three cards and sometimes I'll pick five, but we just, we go with what kind of energy feels correct at that time. I was going to say, I've had tarot decks for oh, as long as I can remember, like probably since my early teens, but it's only been kind of the last 10 years or so that I've actually started to trust the readings and really a bit like what you're saying there, like taking the messages on board and delivering them like word vomit to other people. It's having the trust in yourself. And I think especially with tarot, you've just got to have that self-trust and that self-belief in what you're thinking and feeling, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. What's your um, favorite tarot deck? Do you have a favorite one? I do. It's up on the shelf. I can't see it from here. It's um, it's a right, right away. Um, and it's a hologram version, yeah. though. It's a oh, I just love it. I use it for all my readings and things. People that have had tarot readings will know. But it's like a hologram deck. It is so beautiful. What's yours? Well, mine. Well, I if I was to choose um tarot, it would be a right away. The original, just like the blue. Yeah, the blue and yellow one. one. But then um, I'm I'll always go back to playing cards. But I just opened these this morning. I thought they were quite jazzy. Like some, oh wow, yeah. they are jazzy. I love like holographic kind yeah. of style ones and ones with foil and things. They're just so beautiful, aren't they? Yeah. And do you know what it is? Like, I've got loads over there for sale. I'm just having a look now on my desk. Like, I love the Moonology Oracle decks yeah. and um, the universe has your back and work your light and things like that. The Starseed Oracle, they're all beautiful. And I think it's become quite popular, hasn't it? Now, like tarot and oracle kind of thing. Like, a lot of more people are getting into it. It's become a lot more mainstream in the last few years, especially. Do you think that's because people are needing like more guidance now more than ever? Definitely. I definitely think the pandemic has shifted people's attitudes towards wellness, spirituality, whatever mm. category you want to put it into. Definitely. And I, I, I think with the Oracle, I, I always recommend to people, even if you don't feel remotely intuitive, it's just lovely to pull a card in the morning for a little yeah. bit of guidance. You turn the page. Like my books, um, like I don't actually use them. Like I'm sure you're the same. But um, you just turn the page and you just, you, you'd pick something. And I always say to clients, it's only because I just got loads of decks out because I was reading this morning. <laughs> it's, it's Some of my clients, they have books and they are tattered. And I think it's lovely because then they have that. If they're in a panic, they can shuffle, pull a couple cards. Or I think a lot of the guides do have a spread that you can use it's quite soft yeah it's lovely but i do think tarot is um everyone's like going a bit like i'm psychic and i'm like no you're not <laughs> but no, I, I know what you I mean. do think it's the fan i think it's the pandemic and it's 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 more of a norm that's why i would yeah yeah definitely i think times are changing like i remember when i first got my first deck like i say early teens maybe 11 or 12 and my mum found it and she went absolutely ballistic <laughs> because she said that i was inviting the devil into my home and things like that and i was like that's not what it is and she was like you're inviting spirit you're messing with you're dabbling with the devil and i'm I was like, I'm not, ma'am, literally. But even like now today, like I've got a book called Daily Oracle and I've also got one called The Book of Answers. And if I ever struggle, I'll just like sit there, take a deep breath, get a couple of crystals in my hand, do a little bit of like mindful meditation, just bring myself to the present moment. And I'll ask a question out loud and I'll turn the book to one of the pages. And that just gives me a bit of guidance. 
And I know that my mom even asked her a question like not long ago. And I was like, that's 20 years later and she's just getting into it. So I think times are changing, like you say. I think, do you know what? That's really what your mama said to you. You, I love that you said mum as well. I love it. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> love it. Um, what she said to you is 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 what most people think. As soon as you have yeah. a deck, it's like you're inviting the devil in or it, yeah. it's it's bad, it's evil, and you're messing with it. It's like it's not a Ouija board. It's not a spirit board. It's not anything. It's just it's a soft. Tarot can be a bit intense. I think it's the meanings of like the traditional meanings for a lot of people yeah. it can be really soft and really helpful and I love that you um so you you do pull a is that do you mean you pull a, um, a page or a card it's a page yeah so the the daily oracle and the book of answers the two quite yeah. thick books um I think the the book of answers like has over 2,000 pages in it or something and some of them are just like one word answers but some of them are quite like affirmative statements and things so you'll open it and it'll just give you a bit of guidance on that uh that particular problem that you're having no I love that it's like having an affirmation book and yeah you almost turn I used to give them out like really pocket-sized ones like um like you're a boss bitch kind of vibes or yeah like you know you you have these answers you turn the page and it has like a quote or a quote from someone famous or an affirmation that basically you think oh god I needed that today I think you you yeah. you, you, you we underestimate it and then it happens you think meant to see that so that's yeah definitely I think everything does happen for a reason as well like that when you see those kind of messages especially it is always the universe giving us a sign I think in the last year especially I've started um offering out like a three card tarot poll on my website nice like I say I have had tarot cards for 20 odd years I've been dealing with them for the last 10 years I'd say like properly like actually taking into account what they actually mean but it's only been since the pandemic really that I've started like doing a little daily read on myself and then like I say I've been offering up a three card tarot poll on my website and the feedback I've had it's all been five star and I think there's like 30 reviews on there and they're all five star and people say you're really intuitive and it's just because I'm getting that feedback, I'm starting to feel a lot more confident in my ability to actually read for friends, for family and things like that. And it is lovely. And I mean, yeah. some of the things that I come out with, like you say, because I'll read the card and I'll read the information, like what the card's all about. But then sometimes the word vomit just comes out and I'm like, but I'm also thinking this and I'm feeling this. Yeah. And they're always like, oh my God, that is spot on. I can't believe you said that. And I'm just about to go into this. So what's your take on all that? Because I'd love to hear what you think about kind of life in general. Like obviously from where I'm standing, I see it as we're all energy on this planet, Mm -hmm. but then there's definitely like a higher power out there. I always said I was an atheist growing up, for example, because I didn't believe in God, like as a person. But now I kind of refer to that God as the universe, I I suppose. So what's your stance on all that? So I am, I do believe in God, which is going to shock a lot of people, but I do believe in the universe. Like when I ask, for things in the morning when I say I'm grateful I, I I go between the two but I would never say there's not a higher source so it's just because I was raised quite religious yet very spiritual my mom had crystals everywhere like growing up so it's 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 kind of like for me it's it's not the same thing but there is we have a higher source um, and I think it's really when you look at what happens to life as we pass and with spirit, it's it's really hard not to believe in a good a good place the 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 next step the next chapter. But with, yeah. with obviously, I really believe in manifestation. I really believe in your vibration changes everything. If you, it's not about being positive all the time. And I think that's where I think it's become quite a toxic mm. law of attraction, laws of the universe kind of vibe. 
But I do, I do believe that you, the universe will give you what you're asking for or what, what you're lined with. Very much so. Um, but no, I do believe in both. I know that's a bit weird. <laughs> I am quite I am quite surprised to be totally honest that you do believe in God and the universe. Um because obviously I was raised quite spirit well, quite religious, should I say. My mom is um a practicing Christian. My aunties um they used to take me to Sunday school and things like that and we would do Bible studies. So I was always raised that, but I think when I started my early teens I kind of rebelled against it and I just went down the spiritual path because I just thought it's something different, you know what I mean? And I didn't want to I'm not one to stick to the norm, you know what I'm like. <laughs> um and I'm kind of want to like break away so when you were talking about the law of attraction and manifesting and things like that so when did you first hear about the law of attraction and manifesting and uh, kind of visualizing and gratitude when did that all come about for you I feel like I was always raised in a house where if you ask for something you can get it or if you think of it you can get it naturally but yes. most people's first experience with law of attraction is the secret I hated the secret I liked the, <laughs> I liked the film because it was basic but um since I was like 15 16 it's 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 been a thing but um I think I joke about it now you know when you obsess over something or you are constantly visualizing or watching it's yeah. like I think I've been doing it since I was like 11 12. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not joking. Like it's you, you look at people achieving really good things. And when you're younger, you're very impressionable when it comes to celebrities, MTV used to be a thing. I used to watch Cribs all the time. So, um, I mean, nowhere there yet, you know, so <laughs> I know like your, um, your visualization for me, it was like, yeah, if you can believe it. But as I got a little bit older and you, then the secret came about, it was like, no, 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 I'm going to read this book. And I really, um, absolutely love Esther Hicks. Um, yes, she obviously carries on the teachings of her husband and stuff like that. But um, for me, she's made it very simple and very much. It's all about a vortex. It's all about kind of energy exchange and mm. love Gabby Bernstein. I, I know you mentioned the universe has your back earlier. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. it's quite nice because now we're very well, we're quite lucky. We've got all of these people to kind of research upon and, and, and look at. But when it comes to when we were younger, like I'm 30. So when when you're much when you're much younger, it wasn't a thing that people just got on with like their nine to five and you weren't yeah. allowed to go out of it. So I think with you saying about the rebellion with obviously the, the church and stuff, I mean I'm not practicing Christian, but I do believe in God just because of yeah, yeah. life. But um when it comes to manifestation and the laws of the universe, it's not just about the law of attraction. I think that's where a lot of people go wrong at times, if I'm honest, because it's like yeah. we're taught to like ask, believe, receive. And then it's like, well, what are you going to do to get it? So, yeah, yeah, it's a bit, I'm a bit controversial with that. No, no, I think you're totally right. I mean, I interviewed Emma Mumford on last week's episode Amazing. and she said the exact same thing. So she was saying about the five steps. So she believes it's ask, believe, trust let go and receive mm -hmm. so the trust and the let go are what people really struggle with because they ask they believe it's coming but then when they don't receive it they become into that desperate they come into that like desperate stage of the life and they're almost like in desperation that they've got to ask again and then believe again and then ask again and they constantly get more and more wound up because this thing isn't coming because they're not letting go but they're also not taking any inspired action yeah. so they'll just it's like what I always say you can't win a marathon by sitting at the start line and visualizing winning sooner or later you need to start moving your feet do you know what I mean yeah. you can't win a competition without actually entering it you've got to take that aligned inspired action many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yes, it might be just like a little thought bubble in your head from the universe, but it's that inspired action that will help you ultimately get to that goal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think um, if you people are very quick to say what they want, but mm. they don't have a plan on how to achieve it. And it's like, but I believe that you've been given that vision to, to have that idea or that goal. So it's kind of up to you for that in that middle ground to take a little bit of where it's a step forward, pick up a call, people go, I want a new job, but they've not written their CV. So yeah. it's 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 it can be very small in the grand scheme of things. However, it does matter. But I do I do agree with what you said what with Emma's five steps. I think that's um, a very good way to put it out because people never trust. They no. they, they never trust. It's all about um I believe action is attraction, if I'm honest. Action is attraction. Um, but I had um, a call with um, um, the guys in my academy this week. And basically, I, I, I just came to me and I was like, right, you have to think of the universe. And we've always said it like Siri. That's how I always say it. you've got to think of the universe as like you're phoning up your Chinese. And you have to ask specifically about what you want. So it's like when you ask for your Chinese, you don't you, you ask for a Chinese, you ask for your chips, your chicken balls, your egg fried rice. But if you don't go, I want it hot it might not be hot. Does that make sense? So the detail matters and you knowing what you want really does affect what you receive. And I said to the the girls, I was like, listen, loads of you are, I don't know if I should say this, but loads of you are like Karens. You know, when you're in a shop and you've got a Karen and she's kicking off because she's waiting in the queue, she's waiting in the queue and she's been there for 10 minutes, yet everyone else behind has been there longer. Mm. It's like, you have to kind of wait your turn. So I said, you've got to think of you have to think of the universe as that's like Siri. You're phoning up, you're asking for what you want. In the meantime, you're going to do everything you can to kind of get to that step of alignment. But you must wait and you've got to trust that your time is coming. So it's like yeah. you've got to think of yourself as like you're on hold. And most people, if they're on hold, they're annoyed, they're angry, they, they hate the music. And it's like, well, actually, if you change it up and you went, do you know what? I'm on hold for 30 minutes, but I can get so much done in that time. I can dance to the music, sing it over and over again and enjoy it. It will go quicker. It will go faster. So most people will rush the process rather than trust the process. Yeah, Which I totally get that. Stressful because then you're like, everyone's like, oh, I'll be happy when. And it's like, but you won't be because you weren't happy in the moment before receiving it. So it's never going to be enough. No, because they're not in alignment if it, with it. If they're not happy, then yeah. they're never going to be happy. Yeah, I totally get that. So what's what's what would you say is the most favorite thing that you've managed to manifest over the years? Like, what have you, like, give thought to, put a plan in process, and then you're like, oh, my God, I did this what's the one thing I think it's got to be my London flat like last year um I moved from a flat share into 
flat on my own. And that was like my biggest achievement at that time. And um, I basically used to walk to, so I lived in London and I used to walk to Battersea Bridge. It was like my, it was like my favorite place. Like I felt calm. It was just really calm, um, clean. Everyone was like chill, doing their own thing. And I used to stand there and on like a full moon, I would just do my ritual on my head. And then I would look at the moon and I would speak to the moon. It sounds a bit crazy, but I would speak to the moon about I do it all the time yeah I love it. <laughs> some people really don't get it but I'm like okay I, I this is what I want and it's like I'm going to, and I used to say I'm going to live one minute from Bassey Park I used to say it all the time and at the time I was living like 20 minutes walk it was very very close um and then I basically kept saying the number that I wanted to rent it for because London's really overpriced and what yeah. rent rent was especially at that time it, it wasn't worth getting a flat for a couple of grand a month you know so for me I was very specific about the number that would work in a budget and I literally got it to the T and I lived as soon as you leave Battersea Bridge I can say it now because I don't live there but as soon as <laughs> as soon as you leave um, Battersea Bridge if you walk and you went right within one minute you were at my flat so wow. me and when it was just I used to come out my front door and I would look and I would see the gates of the park and I know it's not amazing but for me it was just like that was my sanctuary that was my if I had to have half an hour for myself and I used to just get off my cause with clients and I would go for a walk even just walking into the park having a little kind of reset walking back it just made me feel good so it's 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 I know it feels like it's like a superficial thing but for me it was a very it was like a I needed that I needed to live very close to the park because when I first went there it was like years before I just felt home I'm a country I'm not London so I needed that green so that was my favorite thing because it was very specific and when it came in I didn't believe it because when you're trying to rent everyone's back and forth and they're like "Mm, that might have gone to someone else and I couldn't believe it because everything was like four five hundred pound more and I was like I'm not paying that because else I might as well stay where I am so I had but I had to move because I have my sister's dog so I had to live by myself (laughs) when you say you're a country girl where are you originally from um down well Plymouth but down in Cornwall so, all right yeah lovely, so, um, lovely. where I w- was born and, and raised but then we all moved down to, to Cornwall so I like I love it, the country I love the seaside I was gonna say I love the seaside as well um it is so weird hearing people talking about the cost of living in London because I thought we had a bad over here in Newcastle but seriously you need to move to Newcastle really? um me and my partner bought a four-bed house for 179,000 wow a four-bed three-story house and I was talking to our social media girls that do like all my social media and stuff. And they were like, oh my God, you couldn't even get a one bed flat for that in London. No. And I'm like, what? You can't, you can't, you can't get a one bedroom flat for like 450 grand. Like you, you can't. And that might even be ex-council. No, you can't. I'm just looking at you thinking, did you just say that? So it's no, absolutely obscene money. So that's why most people rent in London because it's just crazy. it's, It's It's another level. I'm like, can't even get over that. Yeah, I was going to say, because I was as a new build as well. So we we literally the first owners in it. But yeah, 179 for a four-bed, uh, four three-story. But it's weird because I went to see Lady Gaga in London in July, I think it was. Yeah. And when we got the taxi, we were staying in, um, oh, what's it, West, West Hampstead, I think we were staying in. And we got a taxi from there to 
like going through Alexandra Park, but it was going to Tottenham Stadium. And as we're going through Alexandra Park, there was these houses and they were like almost like a gated community on either side. And I was like, this is beautiful. I think it was like called Prince Bishop's Walk or Bishop's Walk, something like that. Yeah. And it was down either side. And I Googled one of the houses and I was like, footballers or something has got to live here. The cheapest house on that entire street was like 4.2 million. <laughs> and I was like, welcome what? To London. Welcome to London. No, it's I know. Absolutely crazy. We have to oh manifest to get that. We have to manifest big. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say mar- manifest all that marble floor and the marble staircase and all that, you know. So um, can I talk to you as well? Because you mentioned there as well, you quickly touched on it. But I want to speak to you about grounding as well. So how do you ground yourself? Because you were saying there about getting back to nature and yeah. yet enjoyed that there was a little park next to you. So what do you do to kind of ground yourself and get rid of all that negative energy? So for me, when I wake up, I always, my mom taught me this, put your feet on the floor and say what you're grateful for and just kind of like feel it don't rush it like some I mean not every day it's sometimes I'm like I've got stuff to do but yeah (laughs) it's kind of like I just find you have to kind of a lot of people root themselves but I just kind of put my feet on the floor I just focus I breathe for a second even if this is just like getting in the shower or Mm. you know putting on moisturizer washing your face whatever it is it's just find those couple of minutes for me just to feel like okay this is what I need to do today this is how I need to feel today it's kind of like you know feel centered but it doesn't happen until I've said what I'm grateful for and it's it's not like I'm just saying I'm grateful to be awake it's like I've got to feel it I've got to live in that moment and and sometimes I just reflect on the next the day before and how I want this next day to go yeah that's exactly pretty much what I do. But I love it in the summer more as well, because in the summer, obviously, it's quite light and it's already warm outside. So I usually get me a cup of green tea and me water and I'll go and like walk around in the back garden barefoot. Nice. And then I'll just sit there and I do exactly what you do. I think of what's coming ahead for that day. And I give gratitude and thanks for it already happening as if it's already gone the way that I wanted to. And nine times out of 10, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've put out that vibe. You've put out that good face. Yeah. In Manchester, it's like, it's, it's, it's not as green, let's just say, but by going outside, it does make you just feel more just alive and awake. And I think a lot of people just, they can switch a little switch and feel so different just by yeah. kind of taking two minutes and putting on the trainers and going out for a walk. Yeah. And I do think that's something that we have to really take care of ourselves, especially over winter as well, because over winter, it's darker mornings, it's yeah. colder outside. Unless you've got like a dog or an animal that needs walking, you wouldn't necessarily even have to leave the house if you're working from home. And I got myself in quite a depressive state when I was working for the NHS, working from home during the pandemic through the winter and stuff, because although my partner was taking the dog out for a walk on a morning, I wasn't getting out till later on in the afternoon. And eventually I had to say to him, I was like, I need to start my day properly. I need to like go out for a walk or something. Do you mind if I come with you? Do you know what I mean? But it is right. And it's just like what you were saying, getting your feet out of bed, grounding them on the floor, giving your thanks and your gratitude, but really feeling it, isn't it? Yeah, you have. I think if you don't feel it, there's, there's no point in, in saying it you know, yeah, but the way you set your day up, if you're rushing, oh, you're going to have a bad day. Yeah. So if I don't have my coffee, oh, terrible, terrible. <laughs> coffee <laughs> month. It's only one though. I, I, I got down to one, just, just the one, you need the one. And then if it's in a bad habit day, I'll have like three or four, but yeah, I'm, That's good. One, I'm good. Do you know what I'm drinking right now? And just that we're talking about this. Um, Basically I got my partner for his birthday this year in may um a hotel chocolate gift box nice and in it there was like these 
I don't know if you can see there. It's a um, no, you can't really see. I'm dripping. I'm just dripping hot chocolate all over the table. It's a hot chocolate tea bag, but it's like a cacao tea bag. Okay. I've never had it before, and I don't know whether I like it or not. But I'm like sipping away during this interview, and I'm like, I'm not even sure if I like that. It's just got such a weird taste. Anyway, but cacao is supposed to be really good for you. Really anyway, me. yeah, definitely. So, what's next for Z then? If you could flick a magic wand right now and build your dream life, kind of. What would it be doing? Because would it be like TV? Would you be a celebrity psychic? Because I see Gemma Collins follows you as well. <laughs> and I think she might even be the reason that I found you, actually. I'm sure she shared something of yours once. Yeah, I've, I, I really love Gemma. Yeah, I love Gemma. That was a lot. That was in January, bless her. Um, I don't actually know. I feel like whatever comes is meant for me. Um, if, if that's the direction I'm meant to go in, then definitely would love that. But for me at the moment, I want to help the everyday person. I want to help as many as I can, um, without kind of like, it's like, I don't want to ignore the people um, that matter. Does that make sense? I'm not saying matter, but it's almost like I started it because I wanted to help more people find their alignment, find their kind of answers in that moment or through a six to 12 month period. So for me at the moment, the next steps are just focusing on kind of, delivering as many messages as I I can over the next 12 months or so, meeting as many people, networking. Um, I don't really, I'm just kind of going with the flow at the moment. I don't really have a set plan, but I think by the time Christmas comes, I'll have like a vision for next year because that's where I kind of really kind of knuckle down. Um, Mm. But for the moment, it's just trying to reach as many people as I can socially. Um, But keeping that balance I think because we I, I was doing a bit too much so now it's yeah. like I have to pull it back um if I can help more that I need to figure out a way to help more um as as, as easily as possible so because I'm quite blessed that I have clients um everywhere to be honest yeah. um it's like time zone wise it doesn't always work so sometimes they'll wait a little bit longer because they're in Australia or um America so it's like the clashes but yeah, yeah. And if someone is wanting to work with you, are your books open at the moment? Are you taking on uh, private readings for people and things? I've got in my bio on Instagram, I have um, an option for group readings and one-to-ones on Zoom. Yeah, I'm I'm adding to my diary every two, three weeks at the moment. So it's like I've I thought if if people need it, because we're in quite a heavy headspace at the moment as a society, it it wasn't going to help a lot of people if I was opening three months in advance. So I'm just opening two to three weeks at a time. So of course, if someone's after a reading before Christmas, then I do obviously have availability. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find it easier face to face or do you find it easier like over Zoom? What's kind of the, the switch in energy there? So the switch for me is like just in person, you just have that kind of, it's just, it's real. It's not, it's nicer. It's no difference. Cause I'm obviously meeting you online. It it makes no difference to me because you read the energy and you, you look at the face, the aura, that kind of vibe. But I love in-person connections because it's not as often I do it. It's just every couple of weekends now and then. So um, it's just not as, I'm not as used to it, I think. So it's, it's it's different it's it's not it doesn't matter to the reading it's just, it's just that it's nice to give people a hug like I'm a hugger yeah. I'll give everyone yeah. a hug or say hello um, and it's really lovely when you see that person from a zoom client coming into a face-to-face and I'm like oh my god you're real um but no <laughs> it's lovely it's it's nice to see progress as well 
Yeah, definitely. I think the pandemic's got a lot to answer for, hasn't it? Like it's just affected everyone so that we've all had to do things digitally. And I mean, probably a few years ago, if I'd have started this podcast a few years ago, we probably would have had a studio somewhere and hired a studio. But I think it has been a help in some ways because obviously I can like I've just sent you a link, for example, you click on the link and we're here face to face and we're doing this. We don't have to meet up or anything like that. But like I say, it's the physical aspect that you miss, isn't it? Like giving people hugs and just being able to smell people. Not that I was like going around <laughs> sniffing anyone, but you know what I mean? Just like, oh, just having that like human contact. It's lovely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How can people find you then, Z? Um, so on Instagram, um, my handle is Z-E-T-O, Zen, C to Zen. Um, and obviously I have a... Twitter, um, not a Twitter account. I don't have a Twitter account. Maybe I should. I don't know if that was spirit. Um, I have a TikTok account, all the same handle Z to Zen. Um, and I've just recently started a Telegram chat. So it's just like kind of like an open community. Um, the other day I put a free coffee voucher in there. So whoever was in the, the Telegram was able to, if they got there quick enough, they were able to get a coffee. So, um, it just depends on what people are after, I guess. If they're after the cards or just, um, a couple of reels. Instagram is is definitely the one, but um, it it just depends what people are after, I guess. Well, I'm going to pop all of Z's links in the show notes below, including the link to her website and all of her socials. And I think I'm going to have to book myself a reading because I really want to know (laughs) what the future holds for me too. I get told so many mixed messages and I really trust you and I know you're genuine. So I really want an Ike an actual like authentic reading as well so so yeah thank you so much for popping by and appearing on the show z i really appreciate it thank you so much mark thank you for having me and i do no problem at all and for everyone else listening go and follow z at the link in the show notes and if you've enjoyed this episode please submit a quick five-star review it really just helps this podcast grow to new audiences so i guess there's nothing more for me to say other than have a lush weekend everyone and hopefully i'll see you all next friday for another episode of canny crystals the podcast Thank you so much for listening, guys. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. 
Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.